Welcome to the Daily Misinformer, where we promise that our brother's friend's genitals are swollen, but not because of COVID, but because it's fuckboy summer. I'm Adam Macias. And I'm Andres Parada. This week, Gavin Newsom defeated California's recall challengers in a landslide vote. The vote was rigged, Adam. Really? Yeah, there's no way that a Republican could have won unless their name's Arnold Schwarzenegger, in which case... We're ready for a sequel. Oh, hell yeah. Judgment Day was what I called Election Day when I looked at the dumbass candidates. Well, then I guess that makes me and you, Adam. Twins! Twins. (laughs) Here today is recall election candidate Denver Stoner to tell us all the facts. You know, speaking of facts and probably not caring about them, later on in the show, we're joined by former First Lady Melania Trump. A former White House press secretary is writing a tell-all book about working with the former First Lady, and Melania is here now to respond. Well, maybe we'll find out why she's called the First Lady and not the 45th Lady. It just doesn't make sense. Ah, Yeah, that it doesn't track in my mind. But first, let's talk about the top stories of the week. And here to help talk about them, we have Liana Masaiku and Ezra Parter. Hello, hello. That's Liana. Hi. And that's Ezra. Last week, we uh, we yeah. we didn't introduce you guys individually. <laughs> or our guest last I week, know. so everyone was just like, hi. <laughs> thank you for having me. And hello to our lovely audience. Yeah, thank you for uh, for being here. Ezra. What are you doing? You're being, you're a guest today? What you were a host last week. What the hell? Yeah, last week's felt like too much responsibility. This week I just want to come in here and fuck you up. <laughs> he threatened me. He told me I had to do this or else. <laughs> I don't know what. The consequences were to be determined. <laughs> well, I'm very glad that you guys are here joining us today because it's been it's a crazy week for for news. Um, as everybody knows, the Met Gala was this weekend, which isn't something I oh, yeah. typically like. Uh, following or caring because fuck the rich. But this we this year was uh there was actually a lot of uh interesting news coming out of it. Specifically, what people were wearing and what people uh went and didn't wear <laughs> show show up. What what people didn't yeah wear? what people didn't wear, which was uh <laughs> dress codes that didn't offend people. That no one not wore that. If that makes sense, that makes uh, no sense. You have to say that again. I didn't follow that. Nope, at all. nope. Not going back. Too late. Too late. We've already we've already, <laughs> we've already done this four times. Um, no. Uh, well, yeah. Some of you might have seen this, but uh, AOC was uh, invited, got a free ticket to the Met Gala, and she tied, decided to uh, thumb her nose at all those damn dirty rich people by uh, wearing a dress that said "Tax the Rich." on this and Liana mm-hmm. I know you are uh, you watch this very closely I just um you know like I love AUC so maybe I'm not objective about it but like I gave her a standing ovation in my living room alone when I saw the dress uh because first of all as you said Adam she didn't pay for her ticket people thought that it was hypocritical to pay thirty thousand dollars and then show up wearing this Second of all, um, she didn't even pay for the gown and the gown was like she chose to work with a black immigrant designer woman and she borrowed the gown. And I think that the gown is also made of a material, I think, friendly to the environment or something like that. Oh, wow. uh, With care for sustainability. I think I read that too. And, you know, the other thing is that she didn't show up, you know, to CPAC wearing this where we think, oh, yeah, she's just talking to the GOP or like the lobbies, she went to a place, you know, where mostly, mostly like, I think it's safe to assume that people are mostly leaning on the liberal side and Democrats. 
So, you know, she was basically telling her own people, you know what, I think it's only fair that if you have the money to attend these events, you also pay the fair amount of taxes. So she's my queen. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it's such a fucking cool move. Like y- you see politicians who kind of start very humbly and then get turned into kind of these superstars and get whisked away in the world and maybe lose some of their morals. And it's just really been fun um, seeing her in this public eye and still kind of sticking to like her original thing of like, you know what? Fuck rich people. There's too much wealth in the world. Let's fucking tax them. And he, and she took that message directly to one of the pinnacles events of rich people, uh, which I thought was just, wow. Just very, very admirable. Can I just read you guys a quote that I read about? It's attributed to Russell Brand. And he says, when I was poor, and complained about inequality, they said I was bitter. Now that I'm rich and I complain about inequality, they say I'm a hypocrite. I'm beginning to think they just don't want to talk about inequality. <laughs> and I think that sums it up for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Ezra, what were your thoughts about the, uh, did you follow any of the Met Gala stuff? Yeah, I follow the Met Gala every year. I always want to see what the art is going to be wearing. You are the only Mets fan that isn't about baseball. That's that's correct, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I want to know what, uh, what art Mr. Met made and I want it to be in the gallery. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't. This, this kind of stuff doesn't matter to me. But then you see AOC come in and be like, you know what? I, I have an opinion, and you're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it for a second. I think that's pretty cool. I do. I love the people jumping to the conclusion like this woman who's been like so clearly capable of prioritizing the things that matter to her, and for her entire career has been so uh, uh, great on all these issues. She must have abandoned her principles just because she's at that right. place. It's like, y'all, do any amount of research and you would know all the things that Liana laid out for us earlier. Right. Um, she didn't pull any hypocrisy if you look at one thing under the layers, you know? I'm really nice to kids. And just because I go to Chuck E. Cheese without a kid a few times a week... That doesn't make me Uh-oh. a bad person. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going for the games. Not. Those are I my, mean, I love a, games. I wouldn't say it's like a one-to-one, but I okay. think I get what you mean. <laughs> I, I, I definitely want to circle back on that at some point. We will we'll discuss that later on in the, sh- in the show. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back to that with our lawyers. <laughs> yeah, when we'll, we'll call our lawyers on that. Well, Andres, you actually mentioned earlier off the pod that we were talking about AOC, a, po- a political candidate, coming to uh, the Met Gala, and yet we're still talking about what she was wearing. Um, even though it is like it's a form of protest, we are still talking about her clothes, which is like, what, what are your thoughts about that? I hope that we start doing it more. Like, uh, like if you're watching C-SPAN and they're like, okay, and Mitch McConnell is coming to the podium right now. And as you can see, he is wearing a Brooks Brothers with a red tie. We're going to have to ask him who that red tie was made by. And then we like yeah, work you want at, Ryan Seacrest. I, I want a red that. carpet event at all political events now. Yeah, I think that's that's a, a great idea, to be honest with you. I think, well, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot saying in that, this one message of it being on the dress because as all politicians, female politicians, as we all know, as we've kind of, it's been brought more and more of the forefront over the years is that they get asked about what they wear all of the time. So she took that message in this really great form of, I think, 
um, like modern feminism of like, yes, you're going to ask me what I'm wearing. Well, then I'm going to make it purposefully about something I care about, which is taxing the rich. So you can never not talk about, she made her policy, her attire, which is like, that's wearing your, that is wearing your heart on, on literally your sleeve in, in this case, which I think is what a, what a wonderful thing to do. Um, and she looked amazing too. So what, 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 what what's the lesson here, I guess? Yeah, it's. I mean, the lesson here is, uh, if you want to show off your ass, do it in something that says something too. You know. Yeah. Did I get that right? Is that the right message? That, I understand that's it. Probably not okay. the right one, but I think I, I think we all oh, okay. should. We should all wear like what we care about <laughs> of our clothing at all time. Like I'm going to say, like all podcast recordings, everybody wear. Please wear headphones. Uh, or you know what? <laughs> no, this is this is something I'm going to learn. I'm, I want people to learn. Uh, especially in the last year, uh, learn to plug your computer in <laughs> and not rely on Wi-Fi. That is something all computers should be plugged Ooh. in. That's going to be my new shirt. I love this game. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Andres, what would you wear on on your Mac address? Uh, mine would say, "I'm just going for the games. It's fun. I like ski ball. <laughs> Don't come at me." <laughs> something along those lines. Oh wow! 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 Oh, Leona, what about you? What I would put on my Met Gala gown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. My I have two Nasty Woman t-shirts that I love. And I also have a Nevertheless, She Persisted t-shirt, what I love. Uh-huh. So I guess it, it would be a feminist message. And to your point, Adam, what you said about that um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she also looked amazing. You know, she has been criticized for wearing red lipstick, for example, and for for like... Her beauty has been weaponized against her as if she doesn't have the right to be beautiful and smart and an advocate for the people. And if you're beautiful, you don't belong in politics. And there are, may- there are a few women who may- maybe, uh, you know, you try to kind of hide yourself or your femininity just to be taken seriously. Like you don't want to maybe, I don't know, provoke or challenge. And I just love that she's unapologetically doing hair. And I think that's the healthiest message. You should do you and be true to your own principles. And that's why people love her. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, truly. She's not non-compromising, for sure. And that's why my Met Gala dress would have this exact words that Liana just said. That's a long dress. <laughs> that's a long dress. <laughs> long. You're wearing a, like a... Like I want to have a trail, <laughs> like a wedding <laughs> gown. A wedding gown. <laughs> And I want to have the, the like some cans tied to the end of it just to draw. Oh, it's attention. gonna say, and also on the bottom say "just married" as well too. Yeah, just married. To these <laughs> very good, very very good. Well, speaking of uh, of uh, connections and hooking up, so uh, another big thing that happened out of the Met Gala that everybody's fucking talking about, I feel like, is Nicki Minaj uh, because apparently her album uh, couldn't wasn't ready to drop this this year, so she's gotta she's gotta make news somehow. That's just my theory, but. Um, uh, some celebrities, a lot of celebrities showed up, but Nicki Minaj said uh, she was not allowed to come to the Met Gala because she's not vaccinated. And she, her reason for not being vaccinated, she tweeted out something that has lit the internet on fire. Uh, she tweeted out, she said, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend 
was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. That dude's wife called off the wedding for some like horrible reason. And they're like, it's because of my balls being big because COVID. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. he cheated on her like 18 times. And he's like, no, my balls were big. My balls I were mean, big. Like what a what a fuck boy <laughs> answer. No, babe. I didn't. It's not chlamydia. It's the vaccine, babe. Come on, babe. It's what a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is it is uh, multiple sources have said, including uh, some of her own government from Trinidad. This is what happened today. Trinidad's government said there are no cases in the world of the vaccine causing genital (laughs) swollen. He this guy didn't even say not even in Trinidad. He said in the world (laughs) there are no cases. So we're calling bullshit on that, Nikki. Yeah. It was the the health minister from Trinidad that said yes, that, right? Yes, exactly. And he also had the quote, I, I can't believe how much time we had to waste on this yesterday or something like that, which was amazing. He said he is tired of having to break it down for people like this. And honestly, if your if your if your sentence starts with my cousin's friend, my cousin's brother's friend, you need to not cite that. That's not a site. That's like seven lines of Kevin Bacon away from the information. (laughs) What are your thoughts on this, Andreas? You know, I think I like it. I like it. (laughs) I'd like to see more of this type of stuff. I don't know. Because I I personally get most of my information from my cousin's brother's friend. And he's really, really smart. And I (laughs) I traded an Xbox with him for a shotgun in a Walmart parking lot. Whoa. So he just seems good. He works at the Chuck E. Cheese, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A big time. He he lets me in through the kitchen. But besides that, I'd say, I don't know. I like <laughs> it when people shake things up and do weird things because then people, I don't, it, it makes it more interesting. The internet's blowing up for yeah. a reason, right? I mean, the, yeah, this internet thing is, it's catching on for sure. Yeah. I definitely want to circle on why you're not allowed into Chuck E. Cheese through the front door. I definitely want to, we should definitely circle back on that. Yeah. But Liana, what are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts on 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 this? Okay, so the first thing I want to say is that thank God there was proof of vaccination for the Met Gala because that's the only responsible way to hold events like this, okay? Precisely because there are people who are not vaccinated. Uh, Some of those people cannot get the vaccine. So the only way to protect those people is for everybody who can get the vaccine to fucking get it so that we can move on with our lives. So thank God the Met did have um, this as a requirement. And the other thing about Nicki Minaj, I mean, I had prepared a whole joke where I would be like, I'm with Nicki on this one because my boyfriend uh, rode the L.A. subway and he got chlamydia and we're exclusive. So there you go. The L.A. subway gives people chlamydia. (laughs) Amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I'm just I'm just imagining it's also what Ezra said. I saw that friends conference from Trinidad, but I also I saw the very few seconds of uh, Anthony Fauci on Jake Tapper. And imagine being Anthony Fauci and getting that phone call. By the way, this is a tweet. Um, She has a platform of 20 plus million people. Can you go on Jake Tapper to say, hey, but (laughs) there's no scientific evidence this has happened or it will (laughs) ever happen. Yeah. So he has better things to do, guys, Dr. Fauci. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy that we are still dealing with like this level of of misinformation. Hi, we're we're the Daily Misinformer, but we're dealing with (laughs) this this level of of like people 
still just citing just wrong. Like this is somebody like this is somebody in the in, let's say, the the leftist media of like a pop culture, Nicki Minaj, and not one person stopped her from saying, hey, don't tweet this out. Like, even if you believe this, somebody should be like, you know, it's not good for you to say this shit in public because it's well, she has easy. had bad press this month for other reasons. We yeah. can't oh. get into them too much because maybe I haven't done my like extensive research, right. but there are the sexual allegations and they were sued as a couple, her and her husband. So like there is even a theory that maybe that's a deflection from that story. I haven't read too much to be able to, you know, tell you a very oh, important interesting. Opinion, maybe, but maybe. I need to mention that. That she has had bad press for that as well. So, yeah, potentially yeah. Uh, starting another story to distract from the other yeah. thing. Yeah, that's classic bait and switch. And like, how how, how many of us thought about Nicki Minaj at any point in the last five exactly. years? Exactly. Just when I'm I actually did read like, about, because I tried to follow the Me Too stories, um, like a few weeks ago mm. when I did read that they were sued as a couple. And, you know. Right. So that's when she came into my yeah. <laughs> my view again. Right, right. No good press at the time. Yeah, yeah. But this is like such a way to get back in the public eye. Like the reason I'm not at this event where people want, you know, popular people. It's not because I wasn't invited. It's because I can't go because my cousin's brother's friend's balls are big. <laughs> you know, that's like, my excuse for everything. Actually, sorry. And, you know, I watched <laughs> the Trevor Noah um, video on YouTube. Like you know, talking about it, and I agree that I don't want to discount. People who have, you know, like a mistrust of the government, especially in the U.S. Like I come from a country with a very different you know, history, background and like racial, you know, population. Like um, so like I don't want to say like there are people who have a reason to be maybe to not necessarily trust. Uh, but like, again, when you have a platform, as Adam said, it's very different to associate your name with something and spread a rumor and complete misinformation. Like it's different to, you know, do your own research and trust your physicians and doctors and family members, but you have a different kind of responsibility when you're a public figure with a massive platform and influence. If we've learned anything in the last four years is that being able, any asshole being able to share their opinion with (laughs) a few words that don't even have to put makeup on to like do uh, like at least with TikTok, you have to show your face. So any asshole can just write any dumbass thing is bad for the society. And your yeah, credentials, you Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> your credentials, say that again? Adam. Your credentials, Adam. Were they have to wear makeup? <laughs> well, at least, you said at least any you asshole to... <laughs> who's not wearing makeup. If they were wearing makeup, you'd be like, all right, let's see what this guy has to say. I, I'm a big fan of production value, personally. Uh, if, if, if some, if you're investing in camera footage and and at least a good uh, 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 foundation of, of of makeup of toner, you, okay, some you got you might have something. Oh. <laughs> hey, it makes sense. That explains how we ended up with a clown on the show last week. That, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Xavier. Um, well, uh, Javier. Javier. Javier, sorry. Well, speaking of TikTok and misinformation, uh, our last thing I think I want to talk about real quick is this. Um, the unvaccinated side of TikTok has decided to start calling themselves purebloods. Straight out of <laughs> Harry Potter themselves. They are calling themselves purebloods because I, I guess apparently... Uh, your blood is tainted with the vaccine, uh, a.k.a. they don't even understand how dumb and racist they are <laughs> by saying this. Because uh, I just want to shout out a 
the fantastic video that I saw by Elizabeth Houston, who goes by the name uh, Booker Squared, who put a nice compilation that we're going to go ahead and uh, it'll be linked in the show notes. But uh, if everyone should go check that out if you if you get a chance uh, to watch it because the the visuals is all more important. Because guess what? They're all white and no one's seeing a problem with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they don't even realize the irony of white people calling themselves pure, pure blood that like Adam, when you brought like I, I didn't know about this. You told me this piece of news like I had chills because like not the good kind. <laughs> like I almost <laughs> got sick because I'm like uh, pure blood is like something that Hitler would use. Yeah. No, you know, as a rhetoric yeah. for people who didn't have pure blood to be thrown like like yeah. I can't believe I can't believe that's something that they're proud of. I don't know how like uh. it's just yet another thing of of them being uh completely oblivious to their history and irony and it's literally the pure blood thing is literally yes it's Hitler it's the third right that's the third that is the third step But y'all. do you like, think <laughs> they are oblivious or are we giving them the benefit of the doubt and they're like because, you know, like, like we're also saying, oh, yeah, they use the feminist, my body, my choice. No, I don't think they're being as innocent as we think they are. No, I think- definitely. Definitely not. So, uh, Ezra, Ezra, I think I cut you off uh, on that. Uh, what, what, what were you going to say? No, no, you're good. Yeah, I uh, I was just going to say, I, I completely agree with Liana. I think there is there's something nefarious going on here. And it's it's like, it's so funny to me, though, that you uh, introduced it as, as pure blood straight out of Harry Potter, where it's like, no, pure blood straight out of 1930. Well, no, yeah. no, they, 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 they are, no, no, that's what I'm saying. No, if you watch... <laughs> <laughs> yes, of breeding. But no, it is. They are they are hashtagging it under Harry Potter. All those videos. That's what I'm saying. But it's yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not critiquing you. I just think it's like a funny thing that they're like, this is from Harry Potter. And it's like, no, it's All not. Right. No, it's not, y'all. But Harry Potter, they, Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling got that. Look, J.K. Rowling may be a turf, but she got that <laughs> idea from somewhere good. Exactly. You know? She it's they they don't even they can't take the one extra step of critical analysis of being like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, guess those were the bad guys in Harry Potter. Maybe we should. Right. Exactly. Like, maybe we shouldn't be like on that side. Guess what? They get defeated too, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> even if you don't factor in the World War II aspect of it, the, the Nazi part of it, the, the purebloods are the evil people in Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Do you think they maybe they maybe that's the message they want to send out that they don't think those are the evil guys? Like, I know, to, I don't know. They're like, I, I don't know if I'm being cynical. You're, you're or... saying that they're these people are all Voldemort. who must not be named. Oh wait, are we saying Trumps? Trump's followers can we call them the Death Eaters? Then is that can we just go ahead and call, do them that? I guess well, we were already doing that before. I, I mean, I think yeah, it's up to us what we want to call. Okay, them. we're deciding it now because if we leave it up to them, it's going to be pure blood. <laughs> when, when you guys were kids, okay. didn't you get vaccinated for school? Like I don't even yes. remember what the vaccinations uh, yes. were, but I remember getting shots and being like, "Why are they doing this to mm-hmm. me, mom?" And my mom being like, "Oh, you have to to be able to go to school." Didn't those oh, yeah. people okay. have yeah. to do that as well? Like there's no well, way so they're pure that's, bloods. That's my yes. that, yeah, exactly. That's that was my thinking originally too. Is that most most vax uh, unvax people even before this COVID thing, they were all that they're all vaccinated because their parents didn't know about this anti-vax trend. So every person that is quote unquote uh, anti-vax is vaxxed. Like they don't even get that part of it, and they're not pure blood to their standards, if if you will, because they have had. Of vaccines and shit. Right. <laughs> so, um, 
I want to say two things about what Andres just said. One thing, even in Greece, I remember the day where the nurse who was going to give us the vaccination, and as Andres, I don't even remember what the show was for. They were sitting as old kids in the row at school, primary school, elementary school. They were giving us the shots. I can even show you. Oh, you got the scar? Like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the second thing, and I'm saying that because in Greece, we also have a very huge anti-vaccination movement right now about COVID. They're not calling themselves about everything. And it's like, wake up. We all have vaccines and that's how epidemics stop being epidemics around the world. Right. Uh, and the second thing was that in order for me to come to the, to the U.S., I came to do an MFA in screenwriting at UCR. I couldn't register to take classes at UCR unless the UCR Health Center gave um, the school the green light that I provided them with proof of vaccination. That's 2017, okay? That's way before COVID. So I had to send a list of all the vaccination I did as a child. And because I did them as a child, in order for me to come to the U.S., I had to do antibodies tests. So this mandatory vaccination notion is nothing new. That's how we are all healthy and able to be in the society together. And, you know, school communities where the new anti-vaxxer movement became a thing with autism claims that ha have been proven wrong by all the, by all the you know, scientists who are proper scientists. Yeah, actual see, scientists. No. Okay, but do we, trust, <laughs> do we trust scientists to do science? Not if they're muggles. <laughs> mm, yeah, maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe we should trust. Who should we trust for science? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dark Lord Valdi himself. I mean, yeah, definitely. We should definitely be trusting anybody who puts a little bit of base on their, on their face and, and goes in front of TikTok. Mm -hmm. See, that's where... See, if you got a ring, if you got a ring light and a little bit of production, I could, you know, I don't blame them. I, I don't blame it. Draw those um, eyebrows on, baby. Come on, draw them on. <laughs> draw them on. That's how Baltimore got big. They don't. JK didn't include it in the stories, but he he his rise to fame came on TikTok. Yeah, and look at that makeup job. That is underneath that. He's a handsome <laughs> man. Uh, very, yeah. very, yeah. Uh, famously <laughs> didn't have eyebrows. Uh, had, had to paint those on. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, that's going to do it for our top news of the week. But when we come back, we are going to talk to a California recall gubernatorial candidate uh, who lost. But they are going to be here to talk to us about what went wrong uh, when we come back. All right. We'll see you in just one second. The results are in from California's recall election to oust Governor Gavin Newsom. He's not going anywhere. Uh, the 46 candidates to replace him never really had a chance, did they, Andreas? Don't think so, baby. Here to discuss this is one of those candidates, Denver Stoner. Is that the one who ran on a platform centered on forest management? That's is that who that is? Yeah, that's the guy. Welcome to the show, Mr. Stoner. Come on in. What's up, bros? How you doing? Wow. wow. I'm, you are, I like your vibe, yeah. uh, Mr. Stoner. Oh, cool, man. Thanks, man. I love my vibe too, bros. What's going on? I love on? that you are one of the chillest gubernatorial candidates I've ever 
I've ever met. Yo, that's what I kept telling people. I'm like, yo, if you elect me to the government, then I'm going to I'm going to fix this forest problem. We got we got so many forest fires. It's like if y'all could just chill out and start burning the right stuff, you know, <laughs> and maybe we wouldn't have so much burning in the dude, outside. What do you, you, what do you mean? What, what do you mean what are you burning? referring to? Oh, man, dude. You know what? When I when I announced my campaign, I was like, we could put a stoner in office. You know, so like, you know, <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, Is, are you talking about your last name? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's like somebody who breathes in politics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> somebody who like gets it. You know, somebody who's like gets to the next level. I don't. You know? I don't know. What, <laughs> do you know what he's talking about, Adam? I think he's talking about marijuana. Oh, I think that's what he's talking about. Like smoking yeah. marijuana. Yes. That uh, leads me to a important question here. Your last name is Stoner. It was is that your original last name and you fed yeah. into it or did you what's the connection here? Yeah, cart before the horse. Which one which one came first? I was born I was born John Denver, but I was like, I'm gonna be that guy. So now I'm Denver Stoner, bro. I changed my name, moved my first name last and my last Any name. Any relation first. to Wait, no. the famous John Stoner? No, John Denver. John Stoner. John, is there a famous John you, He Stoner? said his name was John Denver, right? <laughs> yeah, I was born Who's John, John Denver. Stoner, no Adam? John <laughs> you don't Denver. know John Stoner? John Stoner is this uh, this guy I'm in high school. Take who me is stones. Current, yeah. yeah. He, who currently... Uh, Yo... I've been told that my vibe kind of runs rubs off on people even on Zoom sometimes, man. I, guys, I gotta be. So maybe you're getting like contact. I think stoner, I might be. You know? I might. I, think, I, I might be stoned right now. <laughs> I think I'm a little stoned. <laughs> I'm a little high. Um, nice, I just dude. I, I, something. To, oh, God, I just wish I had. I'm gonna eat these brownies I have with me right now. I'm just. I've got like. I got the munchies. Oh, you have the brownies. I said. Yeah. Oh, you should definitely eat those, dude. You should definitely. I hope eat they're those. special. Oh gosh, mm. they are. <laughs> I put weed in them. Man. <laughs> okay, that's the special part. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. No, I do want to. But while I while I munch on these munchies, uh, I was going to ask. Hell yeah! When you said you wanted to run on forest management, so you are specifically talking about the what type of forest are we talking about? Where the trees <laughs> at? Yeah, like, you know, like my day job before I decided to be politics man was I was a firefighter for real, though. So I would go into the forest and be like, stop it, fires. You know, oh, don't be that how you would, you, know? you, would you would debate the fires? Yeah, is that how you would fight them? Yeah, I mean, like the other guys would hold the hose and I would yell at the fire. Hey, stop. Okay. You know, hey, chill so out. So how man. quickly if did you, just, you get if fired? If you burn a little bit of this, maybe you'll chill out. Oh, right yeah. away, bro. I was not allowed to come back after one attempted forest fire. Did fight. you make it all the way through? My dad was a firefighter. Um, and oh, cool, man. Thank him for his service. I will. I will. I'm going to share these brownies with him because he's also, uh, nope, can't say that. Uh, I'm going to share these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stoned right now. Okay. <laughs> My point is. Did you go through like the college and the training of of the firefighting too? Like how far how yeah, far did dude. you this fighting of the fires with you yelling at them take you? Well, okay, so to be a firefighter, you have to first be um uh, an EMT, right? So I was an EMT for a long time, you know, and then I was saving this frat guy from being what he said was was uh, uh, dying, and it turned out it was just being too high. Oh. And I was like, man, this guy kind of gets it, though, you know. And then I was like, I could, I could, 
I could I could try a little bit of a little bit of this a little bit of this kind bud right here. You, you know? smoked, and so I you did. Right, one of your patients' kind bud. Yeah, well, he offered it to me, and it was like thanks. As like thanks for was rescuing him in the know? ambulance. I, like, I didn't rescue you. You weren't in trouble. It was not in the ambulance. No, he refused the ambulance ride because the uh, the way it works is if you get in the ambulance, you got to pay $5,000. And he's like, I'm not trying to do that. Man, I can barely afford a dime bag, you know, and that costs like <laughs> a dime a, or something. $10. So it was like, that's what that, that, that's for. Oh, yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. Right. So it's like, dude, okay, well, fine. I won't take you in. But like, also, you're not dying. You're fine. You're just high. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, you want to smoke this with me, man? And I was like, I can't. I'm on duty. But then I came back later. Now. Well, this is this is a fascinating, harrowing story of how you became uh, the person that you are. And I just was wondering. Oh, yeah. After that, I decided to go to firefighter school and become, become a firefighter. And, and, and then you decided to run for governor uh, after or be person. After like, one be day being man. fired, too. One day of work as a fireman yeah. being fired. Now, what I wanted to know, I, I heard you were supposed to be at the debates, but then I guess apparently you've slept in that's what the reports were saying yeah the debates were so early man they were at 7 p.m i'm like what who's up at that time you know like who's awake then that's crazy is anybody even watching tv at 7 p.m that's yeah so i set my alarm for 6 45 but i accidentally set it for 6 45 a.m and i'm like well i'm still watching a movie why did this alarm go off you know? <laughs> you're up at 6 45 watching a movie what were you watching well let me guess let me guess classic stoner movie yeah. uh was it uh was Ooh, it guess. 2001 a space odyssey bro or wait was it maybe no. was it did you watch have you ever tried this have you ever tried this? Have you ever? Yeah, tell have, me. I'm so fucking high okay, right now. Okay, tell me have the you, sentence. Uh, have you ever done Wizard of Oz, but with Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon? Dark Side oh, of the Moon. It matches up. You know it. It matches you know up. It, man. Yeah. I, it wasn't that. It wasn't that either. What What was it? No, I was watching The Killing of the Chicago Five. <laughs> but, you know, I was like... <laughs> But you know, but you know, like I was just up so so late. You know, six forty five. My alarm goes off. I'm like, I'm still watching this movie. I'm not even going to go to bed for another three hours. And then I did go to bed, and I forgot to change the alarm to a, the right time, so I did. Miss did you the prepare? Bed. But had I been able to get there, man? Yeah, of course I prepared. I got so. What high were before. your key points? No, I mean like prepare like points and topics of discussion. Oh, no, man! I just pregamed. <laughs> So you were going to go to the debate still. Did you, you didn't know what you were going to say. You had no top, no stances. Well, no, man, because I, I believe that we got to fix these forests, man. We got to convince the forests to stop burning so much. We got to get these forests high so they stop burning. Do you prepare for your debates for the forest? Do you have any points for the forest when you... What? No, I track. You are so high right now, Adam. What the fuck did you just ask me? You prepare for the debates with you the You say voice? you try to convince them saying? to stop. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm way too stoned. That's my but, that's my forest management policy. The platform is we got to convince these forests to stop burning Yeah, so that much, sounds like know? a debate to me because it wants a for, forest wants to burn and you're trying to convince it not to. So what, what are your oh. points to say that? Uh, hey, stop burning. Well, I want to say like I want to have like install like you know how we're trying to defund the police or whatever. It's like why don't we take some of that money and put it into having people go pick up sticks? Okay, <laughs> okay. actually, that's, that's so there's not so many sticks on the ground. I I don't know if that's contributing to the fire, but I do have a question on what might be contributing to the fire. 
when you go out to debate oh, okay. these uh, trees, are you smoking marijuana by any chance? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get them high. You know, I'm lighting joints. I'm holding them up to the trees. I'm leaving them with the trees. I'm letting the tree smoke the joint by itself. Is, what are yeah. you doing with the ashes? With the ashes? Well, sometimes the ashes fall on the ground. But for the most part, I'm leaving lit joints in <laughs> trees. <laughs> Have you ever? Why? 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 <laughs> I want the trees to inhale, man. And they're like taking so long. I'm like, all right, you can just keep this one. I'll move on to the next tree and see if it will. Dude, inhale. I get it, man. I'm right. I'm on your level, man. Because you're trying to like, you're trying to pass that peace pipe and and come to a an agreement with the trees. Exactly. I get there, man. Exactly. Dude, hold on. Let me just hit like, this. You Let know, me hit this you real know quick. the indigenous Americans. Yeah. You know that indigenous Americans had like a deep connection with the land. So I'm like, we'll use their tradition, the peace pipe, to connect us with the trees. Yeah, you know? dude. And they have like, I've specifically been told not to come back to any uh, tribal lands right. on a number you're of occasions. Allowed, you're so not allowed like in maybe, Napa anymore after trying to convince all of those uh, electri- electrical poles to stop starting fires, right? That's true. That's true. I did leave. I did leave Napa uh, because they asked me to um, and said, don't come back. Yeah. I also I thought maybe like, you know, have you ever dude, have you ever had a joint and a glass of wine at the same time? Sounds mellow as AF. Yeah. What does dude. it do? Well, it just chills you out, dude. And it's like nice and like a little crisp on the tongue, sometimes, you know. But so I'm like I was in the Napa Valley. I was like, well, what if we just got the grapes high and then made Stoner. Can I ask you, when you left, what was the condition of the vineyards? Were they still thriving? When you drove away, were there clouds of smoke behind you? That Yeah, yeah. there always are clouds of smoke behind me when I drive away from anywhere. Yeah. But man. your platform was always to be looking higher and forward. Is that that's that was your platform slogan? Yeah. Yeah. My my slogan is look higher, look forward. Um, and I think that it's really catching on among like, well, there's this guy, this guy, Bob Marley, who I think sings about it sometimes. Oh yeah. And I know Bob. I love Bob. He's great. Oh, and Creed sings it too. Can you take me <laughs> higher? I yeah, don't that's a great think thought. that these are metaphors. I think these are metaphors for something else. I think it's more about outlook than it. I don't think that he's Creed is singing about, can you get me more stoned on marijuana. That's how you're reading his music, Creed. They're yeah. a stoner band in your mind. Yeah, well, because that's... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, come on. They claim to be a Christian rock band, but who would be that? You know? Fair. Who would yeah. be that? Listen, speaking of... Before, we, we're almost out of time, uh, Mr. Mr. Oh, stoner. Shit, really? Has it been like six hours? I could never keep Honestly, track. Honestly, it could be anywhere between a minute to a day for me. I am so fucked up right now. You've changed, but, Adam. I I am so high. And I should probably go uh, not go outside for a few days. Listen, you lost your, the election. How? What are yeah. your next steps now, Mr. Stoner? Well, my next step is to see if Gavin Newsom is in, interested in getting him on board with the pl- party platform. And by the party platform, I mean, uh, I'm trying to throw a party with Gavin yeah. Newsom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just feel like he and I, you know, there's a lot of things that we could agree on if we just sat down and, you know, appropriated indigenous culture a little bit, but share that piece. And your you party, party platform is that you want to build a deck to host a party. That's that's your platform. 
Yeah, my party platform is let's put a deck on the governor's house where we can blaze up and look at the trees and be like, look, trees, stop getting burned. Start getting blazed. You know? Why don't you do it at your house? Oh, I don't have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened to it? I can guess what happened to it, but what happened to it? I was I was trying to convince it to like yeah. chill out because my house kept creaking at night and I was like, chill out, man, have this. And I left a, a little joint at it and then I went to work, um, which I work at a Chuck E. Cheese, by the way. Oh. I went to work and oh, then I, I, uh, when I got home, my house was time. burned down. Can we, can we please go on? We're running this? out of time. God damn we it. Running I out of time. To we are running out of time. Mr. Stoner. Uh, thank you so much, Yo. first off, for sharing that kind bud, but also, secondly, for coming on the show. Um, thank you so yeah, much. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to say, but it's, I can't remember it right now because I'm so fucking baked. <laughs> you got to uh, drink some eye drops, Adam. I think I do. Yeah, I think dude, I, Drink I, your eye drops, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. When we come back, we're going to talk to Melania Trump. Ooh. Oh, dope. Welcome back. The former first lady, Melania Trump, was in the news again this week since Stephanie Grisham, who, among other jobs in Trump's administration, was also Melania's chief of staff, is about to release a book titled I'll Take Your Questions Now, in which she reveals new things about the first lady, like how, when given the chance, she refused to tweet to the insurrectionists on January 6th. Here to discuss this is former first lady Melania Trump herself. Whoa, what a get. Hello, Melania. boys. Uh, Adam, you are very sexy. But I wanted to say, when you said former former first wow. lady, you hurt my feelings. Because uh, we don't know. Okay? I believe that I am still the legitimate first lady of America. Um, you know, because the 2020 oh, wow. election, okay. we all know it was rigged. Mike Lindell proved it. He has all the proof. Just wanted to put that out there. First off, thank you for saying I'm sexy. Uh, yeah, was that to I, both uh, of us or one of uh, us? Or? I'm yeah. sorry. I have a thing for bad boys. So I like uh, what I see with Adam <laughs> and his uh, tattoo. Andres, you're a bit conservative for my taste. Okay. <laughs> you can see his tattoo on his wrist. But um, uh, listen, uh, Melania... Uh, listen, uh, I, I get that. You do have a thing for bad boys. Speaking of bad boys, uh, Trump has been very bad for the country since the election. President Trump for you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think about, is Trump more of a bad boy or a, like a bad man? Just like a bad, like not so Good question. Uh, generous, uh, not so like endearing, more of just like a bad dude, a bad person. I think... Uh, after Hollywood access tape, uh, it became clear he is a boy who likes locker room talk like other boys. I am raising two boys at home. Right. I keep saying this. Uh, so he is a boy. And I do believe that uh, ever since I stopped being the official first lady of America, you can all admit that America's new slogan is now be worse. Okay. Like this new level of authoritarianism that we see and the power grab with Joe Biden and the vaccine mandates, if my husband was still on. What do you, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, what do you mean by the authoritarianism? I'm still yeah. a little high, sorry. Uh, what do you mean by that? A, a, a mandate is, you, you think, is some sort of uh, like dictatorship? 
I just find it a bit hypocritical that, uh, you know, Democrats kept uh, saying how my husband almost became a dictator on January 6th. And uh, now they are not saying anything when Joe Biden is, uh, you know, asking to put the vaccine in everyone's body. At least uh, my husband was putting only his penis in people's bodies. Only his what? Penis, dick, cock. (laughs) No, I I was more shocked at what you were saying. I understood. I don't need more. But he, whose penis is that a story you're referring to? What is, is this more of like, is it the, are you talking about the Stormy Daniels sort of thing? Or is there more? Well, at least he paid here, okay? At least he paid you, here. You want him to pay you? To- no, I have a prenup. I'm oh, all set. Okay, 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 okay. I you- take my allowance. I take my Tiffany's. I am fine. What do you get paid? What's your allowance? Uh, I have signed an NDA, so I cannot really reveal Come all that on. information. I, uh, we won't this, talk. Nobody listens. Yeah. No one's to listen to this. It's just going to be me. Oh, now I'm disappointed. I took uh, time out of my busy schedule and no one will hear this interview. Not even Tucker Carlson. I came here as a stepping stone to go on Fox News. Well, I, I see the confusion because we are called Daily Misinformer. Exactly. And that would make sense to go there. Let's circle back to the book real quick. Um, in the book, it says that you uh, would you refuse to tweet anything about the insurrectionists on January 6th. Uh, okay. Do you want to speak on that at all? Yes, I do. Thank you for giving me this platform. It says that I was doing a photo shoot with just, a rag. And, and just to remind you, only a few people are going to listen to this. But, but go ahead, keep going with your platform. Go ahead. Well, I will make you viral, baby. <laughs> I so, believe that. Uh, That's yeah. what Donald Trump said to you on, on your wedding night, right? Oh, no. I had it way before all the viruses he okay. gave me. Great, great, great. Uh, so, you know... Uh, I was doing a photo shoot of a rug that I chose, a perfect carpet, and people were upset I didn't call it off. Uh, And when Stephanie Grisham texted me, do you want tweets to insurrectionists and ask them to back off? I said no, and that is true, because I spilled wine of that white rug, and it was very hard to clean. And I was so scared that they were going to kick me and Trump out of the White House, and I was going to have to pay for the rag. So I was like, no, I cannot deal with this right now. I have to clean up this rag, clean up this mess, you know. So it sounds like maybe you were acting like you were at somebody else's house and you spilled wine and you were afraid of finding out. Well, they were going to evict me and Donald to ask uh, Dr. Jill Biden in. Were you worried about her finding out about you ruining her new house? Well, uh, I knew that uh, she and Joe were going to throw out most of the things that I, with my better and more elevated taste, I chose. You know, we have golden curtains, golden toilets. I knew they were going to take that down. I was mostly afraid they were going to ask me to pay for the rag, which was very, very expensive. And, you know... Your allowance wouldn't allow for that? Oh, I'm not going to pay from my personal allowance. I wanted to put that on the taxpayers. How much was the rug? And then what percentage of your allowance would that cover? Well, the rug was $23 million. Whoa. That's a a white one? (laughs) What's it made out of? (laughs) There wasn't even anything on it? It was a very nice rug. You know, uh, I can neither confirm nor deny if I had had sexual relationships on that drug. And I can neither confirm nor deny that was with Donald or someone else as a goodbye gift when I left the White House. 
so sounds like you did that then. Yeah, it sounds yeah, it sounds like you you guys you guys boned on that and then spilt wine uh in the in the postcordal of it. And I can neither confirm nor deny that this rug has some very precious, expensive material. Maybe it was made from, I don't know, forbidden products like, I don't know, animal bones from Africa or Asia. And, wow. you know, maybe some gemstones from little kids in Africa mining. <laughs> bones? I cannot confirm nor deny anything. <laughs> made out of bones yes. and stones is the most you uncomfortable said carpet to walk on ever. That sounds, and also you had sex on it too. So that sounds very uncomfortable. I told you, Adam, I like bad boys who can give me an, a ride. I will never forget. That's, so that sounds very. That's I, listen, Melania. I'm married. You're married. This they, we can't. We can't. We can't. You can't talk this way. Well, I, mean, I don't know about your marriage, but my husband is very cool because he's a feminist. <laughs> he believes that if he, he can sleep around, I can also sleep around. Oh, so. very cool. Your husband's cool. He Explain, is. He's very he, cool. How, what, are, what are some other ways he's cool? Uh, he's very cool because when I tell him, Donald, uh, don't talk to me for three days, he gives me space. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yes. And then when he forgets my birthday and I say, Donald, and I, I am actually very glad that he forgets it every year. I'm like, Donald, you forgot my birthday. Pay up. Right. He does. How, so. much, would, how much would he pay you in that for losing yeah, his birthday? Yeah, be honest with us. Oh, baby. Like maybe... Maybe like 10 of those rhino ivory carpets. Uh, uh, 23 times 10, wow. 2.3. That's Billy, 100 million? That's a lot. I am not good at math. I am good at, uh, you know, even though I do have the Einstein visa, I am good at modeling. Einstein visa? Yes, that's how I became an American citizen, not through marriage, but because I was uh, deemed to be an immigrant who contributed to this country. As I, that's how we call it, Einstein visa. It's for gifted individuals, right. basically. Right. Yeah. That's wow. That's you're welcome. That's very. I mean, I understand your your reasoning for wanting to everyone to be best, but wouldn't being best, being not trying to inside a insurrection on January 6th? Okay, so you know what? I want to clear up this uh, very, again, misunderstood message. When Donald was saying, I love you, you're very special, he wasn't talking to the insurrectionist people. We had the bit of a fight back home. And that was, you know how a baseball player or a football player scores a goal and does a gesture for his wife at home? That's what he was doing. He oh. was gesturing to me to forgive him. It's the old like give, give you know giving a wink to your daughter who's watching your late night show from that exactly. But 70s. that was not for Ivanka. No, okay? Oh, okay. He promised me he loves me just a little bit more than Ivanka. Does he ever sp- say I love you in person, or is it mostly through social media posts? Um, to me or to Ivanka? Because to Ivanka he says that every time in person. Well, what about you? Does he is most of his affection coming to you via hidden message in social media? Well, if he remembers how to spell my name correctly, because I don't know if you remember the time that he butchered my name, mm. and that happens when he types his tweets. Uh, of course, now he hasn't been on Twitter, right? So he hasn't said "I love you" since Twitter banned him. That's got to be hard on the marriage. Yeah, I maybe know. that's why you're feeling so strongly towards Adam, maybe you're lonely. Is there any truth in that? Well, as a powerful woman, I try not to, you know, um, relate my self-worth to male validation. Right. Um, 
But uh, Adam is just, you know, working out for me what I see I like. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, Melania, I, I am very uncomfortable having a former first lady uh, who is also attracted to Donald Trump saying that she's attracted to me. It's not. Oh, I'm not attracted to him as man. I am attracted (laughs) to power. Gotcha. To his pocket. Gotcha. So, you know, he made me first lady. If I married someone else, American, I wouldn't be first lady. Does Donald Trump have any tattoos, by by the way? Oh, good question. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that his two buttocks say good people on both sides. Fine people on both sides. Oh, okay. I just want to say something else before sure. I let you go. Okay, and, you're going uh, to let us go. I okay. want your phone number. Oh, uh, okay. What about mine? Andres, I am sorry. I You're uh, not doing it yeah. for what's, me. Yeah, what's, is there anything, before you go, can you give any tips to Andres to maybe attract those, uh, uh, his any partners that want a, uh, a bad boy? Oh, I thought that Andres... Uh, Target group was, you know, those people attracted to Ned. What the uh, fuck? So I don't <laughs> okay. know. I don't. I was being so supportive. The whole, okay. No, Ned's are good. The Big Bang Theory lasted for how many seasons? That's my <laughs> demographic. Is big okay. All right. What I else just you wanted have to, say? to say something. Uh, the last. Okay, Andres, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not attracted to you. I'm very sorry. I, I hear before that you work at Chuck E. Cheese or you're, you like going to Chuck E. Cheese. Can you imagine taking me out to dinner? The to games Chuck e. are no. so much fun. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Melania. Uh, is there any final things you would like to say before uh, yes. signing off? Adam, uh, I just texted you my number. Uh, the first how do, lady how do summons you, you in her bedroom. Uh, just show up. There is clear. This is this area code is like it's like from, this is from Russia I don't even know you don't have an American number anyways thank you so much Melania for coming on I will not I'm, not, I'm afraid to go and to my, my, my phone now. is okay on, thank you so much so you know Melania my phone oh, yes, is I on do have and I have it just in case it's on <laughs> Andres I do have uh, access to all your phone mess textages from the NSA I never stopped uh, you know the surveillance of uh, people and you know that's why you, you are a very I don't know, vanilla man to me. You're very vanilla. Vanilla is my favorite flavor, <laughs> so, so no, thank you. It's thank, thank you so much, Melania, and we'll be right back. Bye, boys. All right, that will do it this week, and I'm just coming down from this high, and uh, I gotta be honest with you. Chuck E. Cheese sounds really fucking fun to me right now, Andreas. Thank you. You didn't have to say that. I appreciate it. But hey, look who just walked right in here. It's Liana Masaiku and Ezra Parter. Woo-hoo! Sorry. Yeah, I think I forgot my phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're actually about to wrap up the show. We just had uh, an amazing two guests, Denver Stoner and Melania Trump. Thank you so much for coming on the show. But uh, since you guys were he- are here, do you want? Do you have anything, uh, Ezra? Do you want to you have anything you want to plug? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm at Ezra Partier on Instagram and at Ezra Parter on Twitter and TikTok. And then I do this show called Apocalypse Tips with Lester Pips. That's at Lester Pips on all the things. It's a comedy improv oh, characters. Yeah, I'm not I don't, for, I don't I'm know not if people that. who listen to this show would yeah. like that. Cringy. But yeah. it, sound, it sounds fun. And it sounds like a lot of people um, that maybe have participated on this show 
We're probably on Apocalypse Tips at, at one point. Yeah, I don't know how you got that from just the name. You're absolutely right. <laughs> something, something about that. Uh, well, th- thank you for uh, for coming on the show, Liana. Uh, I, I know you are not a fan of sharing your social media. So is there anything you uh, want to maybe inform the listeners about? Uh, maybe watch uh, a, a book uh, something you want to let them know about before we go. Really? Watch a book. Uh, well, Folks. thank you for having me. They can watch our drills on TikTok, the Daily Misinformer TikTok account, which I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if anybody wants to do a biopic, I'm very happy to audition for Melania because um, she requested me personally. <laughs> oh, you do? You do, Liana? Are you Liana? You do well, a Melania? Yeah, she's from that. Slovenia. I'm from Greece. We're both Balkan women, and I can also do Maria Callas in a biopic. Who was Greek? So. I'm here, Hollywood. Wow. Trevor Noah, if you're listening, I'm single. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Ooh, baby. Bad, uh, bad boy. He's he got bad boy vibes for sure. Um, Andreas, uh, <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug before uh, before we head out? You know, while we're doing it, youtube.com slash Andres Parada comedy. That's where I put some stuff out. And then everywhere else, TikTok, Instagram, Andres Parada comedy. What about you, Adam? I'm at Adam R. Mac on all the social medias. I got I got Yay! in early on all of them, uh, which is which I and I I use none of them. So please go follow me on that. Uh, TikTok is where you can find me on the stuff. But um, if you like the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're a brand new baby show, and please just give us a nice five star review because that would really help us. And out. if you don't like it, please don't give us a bad review. We appreciate kindness. <laughs> Let us find our our audience. Yeah, kindness would be great. You know, speaking of kindness would be great maybe that could be one of our new sign-offs we still don't have a sign-off we're at the end of the show right now we need to yeah. come up with the sign-off and before we go to remember to subscribe to at daily misinformer on all the social medias too. tiktok if it's if you if you're nasty all right here we go um all right here's some send-offs this has been the daily misinformer we'll see you next lie i like it this has been the daily misinformer Come on, I'm coming in here for the games. Let me in, buddy. Uh, 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 this has been the Daily Misinformer. Uh, uh, get your ass in gear and get over here. Ooh, swearing. <laughs> nice. This has been the oh Daily Misinformer. Please get vaccinated and yes, let's tax the rich. Hell yeah, tax the rich. Tax the rich.